Are we two? Are we two sides of Trump talking to each other? Oh my God! Are we the internal dialogue? Are we it? <laughs> Coffee with Tony. It's Tony here, and uh, this week I had coffee with Sarah Cooper. That's right, Sarah Cooper. Uh, she's an author, a stand-up comedian, an improviser, and also the only other person that I've encountered who really truly cracked the Trump code, and she did it in a way that... Uh, I'm envious just in the sense that it doesn't require a wig or uh, a fat suit. So there's there's that level of just sort of, um, you know, uh, effort envy. Um, but also uh, in our conversation, I think we really discovered, at least I can say for myself, a lot of similarities in our thinking, in our approach to Trump. Uh, and then also, um, obviously, I think the advantages in our difference, especially that she is a, a, a black woman, a Jamaican immigrant, uh, taking Trump's voice and putting it to her face and her movements uh, has an additional satirical value that's uh, amazing. And we talk about that. Um, that I think is uh, something that was necessary in the evolution of of how uh, we mock the president. And I think another example of how satire does have power in the political sphere and in affecting the image of the person that you are satirizing, especially Sarah's meteoric rise in both followers on Twitter. Her videos are getting 10 million plus views. She's appeared on Ellen and Jimmy Fallon. And all within the span of maybe a month, a month and a half. So it's amazing to watch. I, you know, had a, a, a similar trajectory in the sense of getting the TV show and stuff. But I had a year plus of sort of doing Trump as that's sort of started to happen. So it's interesting to talk with her just in terms of how quick it's been. And definitely there was... A desire on my part to uh, go, oh, we're kin, and let me share with you the pitfalls and the good things that I've gotten out of this. And I think there's things where we aligned and things where I think she's like, you know, I've got this, Anthony, don't worry about it. Um, and I was very excited to talk with her. Um, and as always, uh, support uh, patreon.com, patreon.com backslash the real Tony to keep this podcast going. That's patreon.com backslash the real Tony. And um, you can just five bucks a month will keep us alive and keep us going. So here's my conversation with Sarah Cooper. This is your moment, Sarah. This is, this is every, you have momentum. You got to capture it. You know, you got to make mm -hmm. sure people know, like you got to talk to this person and do this and keep going. Oh. And, and also then, the pushback of just like, well, you don't want to be known as the Trump girl. You don't want to, you know, be oh, they love doing that pigeonholed and like, oh, this is all you can do, you know. So what else can you do? Talk, you know, what else can you, what other things you got going? Like you said, whether what other ideas do you have? And looking back through my notes and looking back through my tweets and like looking yes. back through, well, I mean, I've, I've written books. So like, you know, those books, like, well, you know, 
is there something there that I didn't think was there before? And so it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's really exciting. Um, but it's also just the world feels, seems to be falling apart at the same time as, uh-huh. as everything is really starting to come together in my career. So uh-huh. it all, it all feels kind of like, um, I don't know, like, yeah, I need to focus on myself, but then the world is falling apart. So like, should I even be focusing on myself right now? I, I almost feel guilty about it too, you know? Interesting. Why do you feel guilty about it? I mean, you know, we have this election coming up. We have this crazy person in charge. We have hundreds of thousands now of people dying um, mm. of COVID. We have um, police brutality. We have um, white supremacist groups rising up. I mean, just, we have so many things happening. We have a lockdown. We're all wearing masks. Like it's just, it's so surreal what's happened in the past yeah. three months. Like our, our world, yes. our, our entire world is changing. My husband is home every day now, all the time. I see him oh, constantly, which is the worst part. He won't <laughs> go away. <laughs> yeah, the worst part. Forget the pandemic. Yeah. Forget social upheaval and the up- uprising of, of the, the you know white supremacy marching out on the streets. You've got to be around your husband all day. All day. And That's the worst part of it. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. And he has to be around me. He has to be. No, around. no, no, no. That doesn't work that way. No, but I'm playing Trump over <laughs> no, and over kidding. and over again to try to memorize <laughs> it. So he fucking hates that, you know. But I think uh, connecting into something you're saying, which is there is this sense of um, you feel like a war profiteer almost. Yeah. I was going to say, like summing it all up. Right. Well, yeah. In like so many ways, because this is the stuff that I I hate about our media, too. It's like they know that showing Trump and all of the crazy things he says will get them views and we'll get them audience and so why wouldn't they continue to do it despite the fact that it is ruining everything and it's not good for us and that by the same token you know i am i'm using these sound bites i'm turning them into these these videos and yeah i'm i have made something i've made a career basically out of this horrible horrible human being yes yes well so um So hearing you say that, and you said earlier, I don't know your story. Let me like just walk you in the brief version, because I know my listeners are going to be like, we do not want to hear you talk, Anthony. (laughs) So I improvised Trump in an ASCAT. Shannon O'Neill said, oh, you should write a show. So I went, sure. I wrote it in a week. I thought it would be this one off thing. I didn't think it would, I, you know, I, I also was like, everyone does a fucking Trump impression. Right. Yeah. Everybody in the fucking world. Phil Hartman did one. Like, who are you to step in and do something new? You're not going to do anything new. I mean, I personally, your, your impression of Trump to me is the best. I think just because you, um, the thing about him is that he never finishes his senses. He, I mean, the improv, the, the improv that you did, I thought was just so brilliant because I don't think writing Trump it makes sense. I don't think that a person with a logical brain who writes words for Trump that, that are full sentences that like have a beginning, middle and end work yeah. because that's yeah. just not him. He is, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So um, he's tangential. Yeah. He's so tangential. Yeah. And I just love that just the other day, like I want to say a week ago, my uncle sent me a clip from the president show where this little girl is telling you to fuck off or something like that. Oh, yes. You're a disgrace to the world. Yes. And he thinks it's real. I mean, and he he thinks oh, it's 100 yeah. percent real. And I think that that 
is the best satire is what feels absolutely true. (laughs) That was really controversial uh, because everyone's like, you made that little girl say that and all this stuff. And the crazy thing about that was that was like a real B camera moment. Like I was making my way from one place to another to do this tax march thing. And it was a field piece we didn't even air in its entirety because everyone was like, oh, it's a little janky and we'll just make it an online thing. And that um, girl, she she like looked up and looked at me. And my guess is that I think I people go, she didn't know. I'm like, I think the girl knew she was eight. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I'm like when I was eight years old, I could yeah. discern stuff to a certain degree. I think she just really wanted to fucking say that to this therapy dummy Trump. And she wasn't prompted by anybody. In fact, we had to search for weeks to find the parent oh, to, to make sure to get the permission. Um, and they were like, absolutely, absolutely. We loved it. So it's funny to me that that's, um, uh, that that's one that sticks. It sticks. Yeah. Yes. And it became, pre- it became, uh, re- that's my greatest point of, of pride actually, you know, is, is that, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't want to, you know what? I will cut probably all of this. Um, cause I want to hear you talk, but I guess it was good to give you context. Even if this isn't on the podcast is that like, I just want to give you context of where I came from in it. And that trap. Yeah, man, that trap is, here's the thing. I don't think that trap for you is as real because you're doing something that, that doesn't require, you could dump out of it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're doing something so specific. I don't know how anyone would say well, you're going to get trapped in it. Like, what are they going to make you lip sync for the rest of your life? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to just. I mean, I did this like Q and A the other night, and like you know, um, my agent is looking at the comments and is like, oh, they're all positive, but you know, people are like, they're kind of they hate Trump, and they're like using you to sort of like get that anger out. And so it's like, yes, how. Um, how much is of your career or your identity or your brand or whatever it is going to be defined by hatred of Trump. And that's just why you're so popular is because people hate Trump and you also hate Trump and that's it. And it's what else is there? You know, so I, I guess it's like not getting yes. sucked into that vortex of negativity. Yes. A lot of it's very well, it's catharsis it's, too, it, right? Yeah, it's exactly. catharsis. Yeah. And the thing I was going to say, because I really, it's so interesting to hear it it's interesting to hear someone else go through this, to be honest. It's amazing to hear you say it because it's like I do I have to stop myself from cutting you off because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is like, you know, one thing I'll say is this is that, of course, you know, Trump makes me infuriated and, and, and you know, he is a reflection of everything terrible. Right. I think that the thing, too, though, is like he is so human in a way like he is so he's the most human president we've had Mm. pure flaw pure blindness he's a very american president he's a very white american president let's say it that way yeah and And so yeah go on. yeah no i mean i i did this i used to do this bit uh where i was like you know the thing that i hate the most about trump is that he's exactly the kind of president i would be you know, because yes. I'm I'm not prepared for meetings. Like I'm like, why doesn't he read his intelligence briefings? But I would never. I I showed up unprepared at meetings all the time. You know, yes. like he's obsessed with Twitter. I'm obsessed with Twitter. He watches TV. I watch TV. You know, like yes. I was complaining to my husband just this morning. Like, 
oh, he's just on Twitter all the time. He's on Twitter all the time. And he's like, yes. Sarah, you're, you're on Twitter right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm going to, I'm going to tweet that, you know? <laughs> um, so it's just like, but I think the thing that's different for me is that like he became the most powerful man in the world. He became yes. president of the United States. And as a black woman, as an immigrant, he gets away with so many things that I could literally just never ever in a million years get away with. Yes. If I said the things he said, I would be in prison. I would not be, I would not be leader of the free world. And so I think that that is the difference, that empathy of like, I, um, I kind of wish I could BS my way through life the way that he BSs. Yeah, I wish I could. Mm. I wish I had the benefit of the doubt that all of these people give him. I wish I had just yes. a fraction of the benefit of the doubt that people give him. So um, I think there's that. And I think that, you know, it reminds me of what Alec Baldwin said about playing him and how he just absolutely hates him. It's really hard to play someone, play someone that you hate. Because if you just yes. hate them, you, people can see it. And it's just not it's interesting to watch if you're just you're you're miserable you know but like i actually genuinely enjoy that power you know of just like yes. these words coming out of my mouth and just like yeah fucking whatever i say is gold you know i just i yes. i want that i i want it i think a lot of people would want it you know and i think but to say that you want it is to is to sort of like legitimize him in some way and i don't want to legitimize him in any way but we do have to appreciate the fact that yeah, he is the TV president. He's the Twitter president. And that's who our, that's what our culture is right now. To me, you've caught lightning in a space where it's where I will be honest. I about a month and a half ago was like, I can't do him anymore for right now. If I do him, I just think it's bad. Mm. I don't think there's any positive angle. Mm. And then I saw you come up and, you know, I know Maria Dakota. So you think, you know, Maria. Yeah. Maria's done Tony show a few times when we were all live and I interviewed her in the, the podcast and I was seeing her um, Cuomo and I was seeing your Trump and I was like, I love this wave of what's happening here. I love this wave and I love taking advantage of TikTok. It is a very white space TikTok. It is. A, I mean, it is a white space and it is a place where a lot of like black creators just get their stuff stolen and and yes. and then the white person who stole it is all of a sudden the millionaire the person the with, girl who danced the, right right the, the girl did that all dance. those dances a lot of those dances are <laughs> dances originated by black creators of course and so it, yeah that that part is really frustrating um but i, so I love that you did that here's the thing with tiktok for me though is that i see it as a video editing tool I don't really see it as my community. Twitter is my community and that's yes, where yes. I, I, I am on all the time. But like TikTok, I use it to create these videos. I put them there. I get comments. I don't even read the comments. I don't even look at it. Interesting. So for, Interesting. for me, it's it's really just a tool. Um, I, it's I, a great, easy editing program. It's an easy editing program. I don't know who's, I don't know who's on there. I don't see, I don't see, I don't connect with anybody on there. You know, well, I don't have friends amazing. on there, you know. Well, good. I mean, I went on there one time and went, this is confusing. And I also feel like I'm in the middle of a to catch a predator. I don't right. think I'm supposed to be looking at this. Right. <laughs> like yeah. I literally looked at it and was like, this is inappropriate. I need to get rid of this immediately. <laughs> um, but like it, it did. I like, I just think that not that I think you need to go into TikTok. I just like that. 
here's the thing. It's to me, it's all about inadvertent power grabs, which is the fact that you took off this way with this thing. And even though it's shown on Twitter, it's within this TikTok yeah. framework. Mm -hmm. I love that power grab. Mm. To me, that's the type of positive because it's the type of positive power grab where you're not intending it. You just have this other reason that you're using it. You don't even give a shit about the platform. You're just coming in to use it to put it on Twitter. That's the best version because it's not about an agenda. It's about, no, I can take this space. This is in my estimation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when did you, I'm going to ask you some probably questions you've been asked a million fucking times, oh, sure. but I want to, I want to get through them real quick yeah. um, and then talk comedy. And I'm trying to get to know you at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also clearly an uncomfortable person. Um, so uh, my first thing is, when was the first time that you went, okay, I'm going to do one of these uh, th these Trump uh, lip syncs? I believe it was like April 13th or something like that. Like he was on TV all day doing these press briefings. And um, I, I heard him say something. And I had also seen like people have do been doing Trump lip syncs on TikTok for years. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people doing it. So I'd seen it before, like I think a few days before I saw a middle-aged uh, suburban white mom just saying something uh, uh, like a soundbite of his, not in any kind of like mean way, but just just like repeating it kind of. Right. Um, I think the quote was, it may get bigger, it may get smaller, but either way we're prepared. And so he says these things that just like, what are you talking about? And she was like right. pointing at her butt saying, it may get bigger, it may get smaller, <laughs> but either way she has on sweatpants, so she's prepared. So like that was her take on it. But I just, but I saw it and I was just like, it's so crazy, his voice coming out of a female voice. Like I just love, yes. I just love that, that um, juxtaposition of just this brash, masculine, patriarchal disgusting voice coming out of this like very feminine um body and so i was like i do want to try that but i didn't know exactly how i was going to do it um and then i was listening to him and he was saying all these empty statements and i heard him say um we're going to form a committee yeah i'm going to call it a committee and uh we're going to make decisions and we're going to make decisions fairly quickly and i think they're going to be the right decisions. So that was the sentence. And I was like, you just said nothing. Um, yes. And I, it just reminds me of just like, you know, being in a meeting and people just saying absolutely nothing, just talking to hear yeah. themselves speak. And yes. that was kind of the impetus was just like, I want to do that. I want to say nothing and like have people listen to me. <laughs> and like, I want, yeah. I want people to think I just said the most brilliant thing in the world. I want that. Um, yes. And so that was the impetus for it. I grabbed that clip. I put it on TikTok and I was just like, you know, front facing camera, holding it up to my face and just like, yeah, I'm, we're going to form a committee, you know, and I just did this thing where I was just like repeating it and, um, you know, shared it on Twitter and people liked it. It didn't go viral or anything, but people really liked it. So I just decided to just keep doing it here. Yeah, keep there. doing them. Yeah. But, yeah. but not thinking anything was really going to happen with them just because it was kind of fun, you know? That's the way, that's the, that's the way. Yeah. That's the way. For some reason, that's the way it really happens when you're not sweating it, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did want to create something viral. I just didn't think it was going to be this. You know what I mean? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, no, no, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm saying it's funny when it's like, you're not looking in that place. Right. That's the thing you were just doing for enjoyment. And that becomes the thing. Yeah. And also, I would gather you might be like, wow, Trump's shit's pretty played out. So, like, I can do this stuff, but 
I'm not, I, I don't think you'll go anywhere sort of right. Like, or like it won't, it won't take off that to that level. That's exactly, that was what was going through my head when I was making the video that blew up was people are doing this already. You know, someone else is going to do this. Like, why am I doing this? This is a waste of time. Like that was what was going through my head, but I just, I had to do it cause I'd already started it and I already had this idea. So I was just like, let me just fucking finish it. Cause like, you know, yeah. I know it's going to be stupid, but whatever, let me just fucking do it. And that's the thing that blew up is, is, is me talking about injecting Lysol into my veins and putting uh. ultraviolet light under my skin um, was the thing that just blew up. And I literally was just like, let me just do it. And that's why I did it within two hours of the press conference. It, like people saw the parody before they saw the real thing. Cause I just was like, yes. let me just fucking get, get this over with. And that's what blew yes. up. Yeah. And, and do you, and so, and uh, uh, operatively, you, I imagine it's got to take you hours to make one of these. It does. That one, that first one, you know, it was kind of like lightning in a bottle. Like I was just. Of course, that one was probably easy, right? That one was no problem <laughs> because I, I, in my head, okay, a hundred people are just going to, a hundred people are going to see this. Right. Two people will maybe retweet it. You know, like I, I wasn't, there was no pressure and I was just making what I thought was funny and that was it. And now it's like, okay, millions of people are going to see this, you know, mm -hmm. Rachel Maddow might retweet it, you know, like the, mm -hmm. so it's a lot mm -hmm. more pressure of just like, exactly what am I going for here? You know, am I moving my eyebrows too much? Like, is it like the, you know, trying to just like get the thing right that I think is good is, is a lot harder now than it was back then, which was six yeah. weeks ago or two months ago or whatever. Yeah. But it yeah. accelerates, it slows and stretches time. And yeah. so then this other question, which is, or this other, uh, I, this, this is a, an observation um, and, and then a, an elaboration from you, um, which is what's interesting is to remove. It's not just, rem in my view, removing, tr like taking Trump's voice and putting it in a woman's frame and, and a woman of color's frame. Right. Uh, but it's um, the dis uh, the decoupling of his body movements. It's so interesting to see his voice in this character and this character who is like self-assured but not bright right like the way you you do your body language right. you did a little bit just in our conversation of putting your finger up to your face and some of the things i know from the videos that i watched um it's such a fascinating repurposing. And I have to say, if there's anyone who I go, oh, I got beat, like I got beat and like, that's it. Like, I don't even need to walk back out onto the field. It's you. Like you did it. You found the new thing. Yeah. It's the most, and the new thing in the sense of like, if there's any value in you keeping this in the corner, yeah. you know, because you don't want to be defined by it and all that is that you found the new way to really stick it to him and it's working. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you are part of what is um, taking him apart. Yeah. And that maybe the answer was to strip away all the imagery of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just, I wanna say it as I'm impressed and amazed and in admiration of it because it to me is more than just a funny thing. It is a, a another like you know sword in the bull. Yeah, I'm hoping and, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to know what did your thoughts in terms of determining this character, and do you feel now that you 
like I'm sure at first it built organically. Have you now found that there's a character that you're sort of building, like almost silent film character, basically? Yeah, I mean, it's so I, I, um, I was purposefully, I was purposefully not trying to be Trump, but I was right. trying to say like, what if me, Sarah Cooper, said these things and had this power? So it's kind of like Sarah Cooper, CEO of the world. Um, that's sort of the character of it. And I'm just like very confident. To, to, and, but I'm also, I'm also through my facial expressions, letting the audience know that I'm confused and that I don't actually have an answer for which testament of the Bible I like better. You know, like those <laughs> kinds of things. Like I, I let the audience know that I, I'm confused and things like that. And I think that that layer is basically just here is here is what I've decided is the subtext of what Trump is saying. Here is what I've decided that he that he doesn't know and that he's bullshitting and that he yeah. is trying to piece this together. And I think like the New York Times art critic said something like, well, it's it's kind of like Trump is improv. Trump is making it up as he goes along. And I'm taking that improv and I'm turning it into a sketch. And I'm saying, here's how it makes sense. Here's, let me tell you that it makes sense because none of it makes sense. Like, uh, let yes. me show you that he has no idea what he's doing. Let me show you that he's just putting this together and pulling it out of his ass. And so yes. I'm just doing that, but I'm not doing that with his motions because his motions are so precise. And he's, yes. yes, I know exactly what I'm saying. And there are 10 different things I can do about that, even though that's complete bullshit. So, yes. yeah, I mean, I feel like that's my way of taking him down, you know? Well, here's the thing. I just because I wanted to check to make sure that some of the books I was looking at were books that you did author. The uh, I, because there's Sarah Cooper is obviously a common name, a common name. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, God, I don't want to be like, hey, you wrote, you know, 100 tricks to appear smart in meetings. And then like you're like, no, that's another. I'm also realizing and I didn't realize it's so funny. I guess you and I also both got married within a year of each other. Mm. Um, but also you're a Gen Xer. I am. And I have to say that I thought you were like 25. Thank you. Thank you I'm, so I'm going to say this and I've been talking to you like, well, I didn't make it till I was 40 and I'm going to fucking kill myself. And you quietly sat there and just accepted it. Well, here's the uh, thing. I, I don't know how Hollywood works. So I've been trying to hide my age for like two no. years now. Do you want me to do you want me to delete that? I will delete it. Are you sure? I don't have a problem doing it. This can just be us connecting. It's online. For a moment. It's on. It's everywhere. Like oh, I guess people are online. people are going to find it yeah. eventually. And so now it's like, whatever, I'm 42. What are you going to do about it? God bless you. But this is what <laughs> I want to say is so like, isn't it? But you know what? I'm glad in a way because it's like I want to uh, commiserate with you about that. Not that like, it seems like you've had pretty consistent success for a while. I mean, you're a published author multiple times over as opposed to me who published one book that I nobody read and I had a television show <laughs> and nobody fucking read it. I think when they sent me the thing about like what I had to reach to get um, uh, royalties mm -hmm. yeah. and they sent me the little sheet mm -hmm. and I looked at the number of actual books sold and I went... Oh, so I'll never yep. ever see any money from this book. <laughs> right. This is insane. I know. Um, when you when you write a book, you think you're going to be a millionaire. I thought I was going to be like, I thought I was going to sell a million copies. <laughs> I thought it was going to change my life. I thought it was going to be this amazing thing. That did not happen. 
Yeah. This is such a people listening to this are going to be like, wow. So Anthony really has a sort of contempt for young people because now that I know you're closer in age, I have so much more respect for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked up. But it is kind of true because I'm like, oh, so you get it a little bit. I mean, this is not to say I want to just. okay. let me before I'm already stepping in it and whatever. But like there is a thing where like we were born in the 70s. -hmm. There's a little bit of sort of knowing the churn of what the fuck this has been for so many years and how he's a really a manifestation of that. Yeah. Right. He's like a manifestation of what we grew up in. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think younger people get that. No, no. They have a lot of energy. And they have a lot of, they have a lot more energy. And I think that I, I, that's the thing that's hard for me is that they want to defund the police and they want to do all these things that just sound amazing, but it's just like, I lived through fucking Bush, fucking Mm. shock and awe and killing hundreds of thousands of Rockies. And like, I lived through that. And it's like, I, I, I was protesting then, like I was, Uh, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, I'm exhausted. I'm fucking exhausted. And I can't believe this is our world right now. And so I feel I feel bad because I'm a little cynical. I've gotten pretty fucking cynical about a lot of this stuff, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just oh, a yeah. factor of of having been around longer, you know, and having seen it come around and go around and around in circles, you know. So did you do stand up for like you do stand up for how long? Like how long were you doing it in the city? And did you take improv classes too? Yeah, I did all the improv classes. I did all the sketch classes. Um, I did stand up. I did stand up for the first time in like 2010 and then like quit and then started again here in New York and kind of went back and forth while I was at Google doing a little bit while I was at Google and then was really doing it had just, had just done my first JFL audition this year and just started featuring and things like that just oh this year God. when everything shut down. Um, so yeah. And then I did all, yeah, I loved improv. Improv is one of those things that I, I secretly like just, love i'm terrible at it but i just love it like i, love I to me like the um the scenes that the characters all of the that stuff that gets created on the fly like my mind just doesn't work as fast as like you guys mm. but like i love watching it um bad improv is still really bad but really good improv is like the best entertainment who did you have for teachers um Out so neil casey casey neil was my roommate for four years, five years in the house I'm in. This is Neil's bedroom. Oh, wow. Where I'm recording is, I mean, it's my office now, but it was Neil's bedroom. Oh, that's awesome. Neil and I are, are we used to watch Murder, She Wrote and Chainsmoke Cigarettes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, and turn like to each other. And, old women? <laughs> like, oh, my God. We had a thing where Neil had a chair in my room. That was like a like a like an old grandmother chair mm. that we called the embassy, and it was Neil's embassy in my bedroom. That's adorable. So then he would sit in the chair, and we would put on a TV table a huge disgusting ashtray, and we would chain smoke cigarettes, get high, and watch Murder She Wrote. Oh my god! And do Jessica Fletcher impressions. Oh to my each god! Other. I wish you guys had TikTok then. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Neil's a great teacher. I, amazing teacher. Yeah. 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 When you, you the pandemic happens and you're just getting going, of course, this is the first JFL. And what an honor. I mean, if you get that JFL audition and uh, say, you know, at our age, what a dream to pay your own way to Montreal to stay at a Holiday Inn 
on the outskirts of I the I mean, city. as a stand-up, I, <laughs> I would want nothing else. That's the thing about you know? stand-up is like, you know, like uh, at the beginning of all this stuff, like my, my Twitter's blowing up all this stuff and my manager's like, well, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want to do? And I was just like, I want like, I wanted to, like a five minute late night set. Like that's still what I want. He's just like, okay, that's, that's done. Like, what else do you want? You know what I mean? It's just like you, like standups want to do the most amount of work for the least amount of money. Like that's what we want. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Yeah. The best moment is going to be when you get, you're going to get to skip them some steps and go into some places that they were like, well, we would didn't, wouldn't have you. And my personal belief is I don't let go of bitterness. <laughs> I drive it right in everybody's fucking face. <laughs> And that's why your Trump impression is so fucking spot on. <laughs> you want to know the most horrifying thing? Here, look. Here it is right here. Oh, my God. The wig. The wig. Well, because this is the road wig, but I haven't put it away because. Uh... Oh, shit. You you heard from Trump, though, right? Never. You never no. did? Okay. I'll just say one thing, and I hope that you don't get offended by this. No, you could, I won't. There is something effeminate about him. That I, yes. that I think only you have been able to capture. Oh, yes. Um, and I think that's probably, to me, in my head, I think he's seen it and he hates it so much that he can't talk about it because yes. there's part of him that's just, and he hates that part of himself. You know what I mean? Oh, I would, not only would I not be offended by that because I'm comfortable both in my masculinity <laughs> and understand my ma my masculine and feminine aspects. When I started doing Trump, the first thing I noticed was that very particular thing mm. about what a little old queen he is. Yes. We always used to say the president's show, I think it was Pete Gross would say, he's like an old Jewish woman. We'll be back in just a moment after a message from our sponsor. A world on the brink. And as humanity strives to survive, we search for the light in the darkness. Well, your search is over. The Real Tony on Patreon is the mighty torch of reason in unreasonable times. Support and subscribe to patreon.com backslash therealtony and gain access to exclusive footage, audio, photos, and early podcast releases. Support for The Real Tony on Patreon ensures that Coffee with Tony and all Tony-related products and creations will exist for all perpetuity in all times and universes. A basic subscription is just $5 a month. Go to patreon.com backslash therealtony and subscribe today. Civilization is counting on you. When I'm not playing Captain Jean-Luc Picard, I'm on Cameo, booking cameo.com backslash the real Tony. Because if there's anyone who can make it so and tell me there are four lights, it's that guy. Hi, I'm William Shatner. And when I'm not cleaning out my pap machine or booking a flight on Priceline.com or signing all my autographs and mailing them to my fans, or writing my latest Tech War novel, I'm booking Cameo.com backslash The Real Tony, because he's the real deal. This is the President of the United States. We have everything under control. 
everything's fine. It's the best it's ever been. And because of that, not even 65,000 American deaths. No, no matter how many deaths, it's not going to stop me from going to cameo.com backslash the real Tony and booking him today. What's the worst idea that someone's been like, you should like uh, do a show where you like lip sync to different famous presidential speeches. Like, has there been like one terrible, terrible, terrible idea that someone has like tried to get you to do? Um, oh, well, you know, like some people want me to like lip sync uh, Trump, you know, Trump's comments about George Floyd. Like George is looking down at like, no, I would never do that. You know, stuff like that oh is just God. like, okay, no, I'm not gonna, I'm, there's certain things that like, no, it's just, there's no way I'm gonna try to make that enjoyable or funny or entertainment. It's just too awful. There's no way they can. We used to say Trump's a loaded gun and only we know how to fire it. <laughs> and that's sort of the thing is like, you know how to fire that gun. So don't let anyone load the bullets for you. Right. right exactly. Um, what is it? What's your experience with, forget the, the, he blocked you Yeah. has Don Jr. Or any of them, but also what, how are you dealing with the inevitable, you know, crazies part? I mean, I, it's crazy. That's the craziest thing. Anthony is that I've only been called a cunt twice in the past two months. Wow. I that's, I can't even say that. Like, seriously, knock on wood, knock on all the wood in the house. Like, I have this received very little hate mail. Very little. Wow. I've received maybe five emails, maybe. There's something about these lip syncs that either either they don't realize I'm making fun of him and they just enjoy it and that's fine. Yes. Or they there's just something about them that they don't want to, like, open that can of worms of... Because I'm expecting a huge right wing like anti Sarah campaign to happen, but it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? And I think it's one of those things. And this happens in software, too, where like the people that love your whatever you're making, they end up ruining it because they love it so much that they tell you what they want. You end up doing that and then you lose everyone else because these people basically hijacked. And so I feel like there's people that really like what I'm doing. They want me to make one every day. They want me to make one every hour. And it's just no. like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And I'm, I'm yeah. not going to fall into that trap and I will stop making them at some point. And you know, people are this like, this is exactly it. Yeah, yes. Go on tour, lip sync, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I, I, I probably won't do that. You know, there's other things I want to do with my life. So. And of course you shouldn't be doing one every fucking day. That would be crazy yeah. saturation yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Right. But you know, you know that. Yeah. I had said this years ago to my wife, this was in terms of SNL, is I was like, they really need to have like a black woman play him because that would be the thing. That I said, when I saw Leslie nuts. Jones, when I saw that's Le what I thought too. I was Leslie like, Jones this did. is it. That's exactly that's it. what you need to do. Yes, exactly. And so you really, you did the thing. You just did the thing. And so it's so impressive. And I'm glad that you can also throttle it out if you want. You know, I don't know if I'll do him. You know, I've thought about doing like little podcast dispatches. I'm thinking about doing a little animated thing. I'm trying to think of the way I could do it where there's Anthony, no Trump here's face, an idea. You know? Okay. This is probably okay. a terrible idea. No, this is perfect because we can practice pitching too. Right. Pretend I'm a beefy, like middle aged, white, tan California executive okay. <laughs> who has like Birkenstocks on and could not and could care less about what you're saying. Okay. So. 
so so here we go it's it's the debates right but it's not trump versus biden it's trump versus trump and we get to see trump anthony as trump sarah as trump two people same same person completely contradicting each other because he's yes. he said the opposite of things all the time <laughs> so he says one thing and then he says the exact opposite thing <laughs> i love that idea would you do that with me yeah i think that'd be fun that would be so much fun. Yeah. That would be so. And so you would. So the idea is that I will be doing an actual Trump, obviously not lip syncing. You'd be doing an you, actual Trump. And I'd be going against his own words. Right. With you. Oh, my God. Let's. Yes. If you'll breathe life into these sad old bones. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. It'd be like, Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was going to do, I didn't have time today, but I wanted to do the Trump Jr. interviewing Don. And I, I showed that on my live today. And I was going to be as Don Jr. I was going to be wearing this shirt, this Friendster shirt. You, oh, are you going to do it tomorrow? You should do I, it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow, but then he's doing a rally tomorrow. And it's just like, well, is he going to say something even better? It's just like, but no, I'm probably going to do the Trump versus. Here's it. why I would do the sun one is because it's only really like a minute clip. Right. Yeah. It's like a minute 20 or it's a 50 second clip. I think which one, which that clip? sort of sad suck up part where he's, where he's like, dad, you're like doing the most amazing, amazing things I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, ah, uh, right. right. My favorite is the look of complete checked out contempt. I'm a terrible father. I know I'm a terrible father. Here's another one I love is that the Mary Trump, who is the named after his mother, mother who yeah. is the son of the dead Fred, who right. was probably the only good one, right. who was the one who like, I think his death also changed Trump. And I also think that him being the freewheeling flyboy pilot, who was a confirmed bachelor, mm -hmm. who also, when he went to college, joined the Jewish frat to piss his father off. Mm -hmm. Did you know this? I that Fred that. Trump. So I think that, I'm very into the dynamics because I want to unwind who and why he is who he is. Because the thing that you talked about incomplete sentences, and I wanted to share this insight, I think, which is watch him and you'll see he's talking to himself. There's an internal voice and an yes. external voice. Yes, definitely. So that's why they sound like it's cut off. It's not always tangential. It's that there is a voice speaking inside the fucking head that he's waiting for to finish before he talks again. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said that he had an earpiece that maybe somebody was feeding him lines, but I think it's that he's just talking to himself. And that's sometimes when I watch my videos, I'm like, I'm I'm paying too much attention to whoever the person is I'm talking to because Trump right now is just like going off. He doesn't give a fuck what anyone else is saying or thinking or doing. He's literally yeah. just feeding on his own like vomit <laughs> but this is but this is my pitch okay so here's my pitch to you now you're okay. the 50 year old okay. white guy in birkenstocks who could give a shit all right what do you got for me one you already do this where you're reacting to yourself in your videos um it would have you done this yes you have done this where you answer yourself right you do it in dialogue right or no you just do one person nodding it's usually a person just reacting to him. Okay, so what I would argue is if you can find one that he does where it really seems like he's sort of doing two sides of a conversation, Ooh. you might want to process that duality in that video and see how it works. Interesting. It might not work, yeah. but I think it might be interesting to, to do 
an additional like do his voice yeah talking to itself yes because he does that because he did that when he talked about taking insulin and he made this joke about how he should take insulin and then the joke was flat so then he was like this really affects people right and it's like who is he talking to he says right and he says it in a way that like he's he's asking himself and then he's like yeah it's unbelievable so he's like it affects people right yeah it's unbelievable like he Yes. Literally was talking yes. to himself. Yeah. Um, I hope this is the beginning of a friendship of some sort because I am an admirer of yours. Um, Me too. Plug everything that you want to plug is now the time on the podcast that seven people listen to. Okay. SarahCPR.com is my website. SarahCPR on Twitter. SarahCPR on Instagram. And that's really all that matters. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to see, maybe we'll see this Don Jr. video tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Um, this, although tomorrow it'll be like a week and a half yeah. ago. Okay. Well, you will have already <laughs> seen it. And congratulations. <laughs> Wasn't it brilliant? <laughs> well, folks, that's uh, Coffee with Tony for this week with Sarah Cooper. And I hope you enjoyed the interview. So make sure to support us, patreon.com backslash the real Tony. And also you can go to twitch.tv backslash shatty fatty. Subscribe, don't subscribe, follow, whatever. But we do Coffee with Tony live Monday through Friday, 12, 15 p.m. for an hour. So check it out. Bye bye.